art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN. Emerald City Video, this is Russ. Do you have that one with that guy who was in that movie that was out last year? <sighs> Hello and welcome to the Emerald City Video Podcast. This is another episode of the New Release Wall, and so as always, this is Russ and Zach. Hello. Uh, we just got done watching Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yes. And, uh, well, what did you think, Z? Uh, I liked it, um... Almost exactly as much as I thought I was gonna like it. Yeah, that's, um, <laughs> that's fair. Um, because I mean, when I, when the first the first really dark trailers kind of came out that were like really ominous and whatever, yeah. I was super fucking excited for it that they were gonna go, I don't know what, you know, like just a little bit more edgy or something yeah. like that. Which I mean, the first one was pretty fucking edgy. Uh, when it just in the like, it's not Matthew Broderick Godzilla, yeah. you know, sort of thing. But this, but this one, but then the trailer after trailer of kind of like yeah. other stuff came out. And I'm like, oh, okay. And it, like, I think it had, it had more than enough of the, like a little bit of, or a little bit of the comic, but also like keeping yeah. it like, oh my God, like this is, um, this is uh, horrible because yeah. like yeah. a genocide basically is happening upon the world. <laughs> Yeah, I thought um, I, I I'm pretty much with you with like I liked it exactly as much as I thought I would. Yeah. It's it's like this almost feels like a throwback movie in the sense that like in a lot of ways it's exactly what you would have expected from like a monster mashup movie yeah. back in the day. Uh, like the acting is fine. I actually think that the kid is the best actor in the movie. Yeah. Other than like Bradley Whitford, who was just there for comic relief. Yeah. Um, but Millie Bobby Brown certainly acted circles around her parents. Um, and, it, like, they weren't bad, but they were just kind of there. I, the dialogue I, is yeah, really, really bad in places. And it's, like, takes me out of the movie a few times, especially yeah, early yeah. on. Yeah. Like, they have the data dumps. And it's one of those things where, like... Yeah, I turned to you in the theater. I was like, "There's the exposition news network, and then there's like this, where the lady's <laughs> well, which, like, when what you know, one of the characters, I don't know, I don't spoilers, whatever, but um, like one of the characters is like literally giving their like, here's why I'm doing this sort of thing, or yeah. here's what's going on, and then like not just like a cutaway completely, which yeah, is yeah. done quite a bit because. I don't know why, but they think that audiences can't stand somebody looking at somebody on screen talking for more than 15 seconds. seconds. Yeah. Um, but they cut away to, like, mass hysteria in the streets, climate change, generic footage, yeah, B-roll yeah. number five that, like, honestly, like, looked familiar enough that it. Well, I know it wasn't news footage, but, yeah. like, was, like, like oh, come on, just, like, <laughs> like find some from like, planet Earth or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, like footage that Warner Brothers shot yeah. for like the first Godzilla or Man of Steel or something oh, okay, and then yeah. just kind of like there this is the footage yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, that was a that was a, I mean and and we'll we'll give it a little bit of time before I go deep into spoilers, yeah, yeah. but that particular like thing is a is And a I never thing know I like not to delve into this too much because but like I never know how much people notice that mm -hmm. as a thing other than like like if you're either in film or you cover film that it's a thing that you notice because yeah. of how stupid it is and, and the fact that like 
I, I think part of the thing that bothered me about it is that so this whole speech is being developed or is being delivered on like a bank of monitors yeah, yeah, yeah. and like let's leave aside the fact that it's a, a video conference where yeah, you have yeah. no idea where the camera is for the like for our point of view characters yeah, yeah. like is this person even seeing them I don't know <laughs> but anyway like so it's being delivered on the, essentially a bank of interconnected monitors and in mid bad guy speech yeah. it cuts away to these images but it's not like it, it, like you said it's not a true cutaway yeah. like the movie doesn't cut away to genuine footage it's it's as though this person has prepared and some clips a powerpoint presentation like a power, yeah video, exactly yeah. but like this only TED talk uh, but only like six <laughs> clips yeah, yeah it's yeah, like this yeah. is my ted talk that i threw yeah. together last night yeah um and and that's the weirdest like if it had been like a manifesto. And, and, and like, also, and also, by the way, she's not. They're 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 not talking to the wide public. Yeah. So yeah. like, I always get when it's like the wide public. Okay, you gotta like stupid. Yeah. It's literally yeah. a bank. It's literally everyone in the room is either high level high level military that knows like what's going on or the well, highest levels of scientists yeah, the in monarch. the fucking world. Yeah. And and so it's like, no, I don't need a B-roll clip of like climate yeah. change. To yeah, explain. exactly. So yeah. And why don't we just say spoilers because <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, yeah. like yeah, it, yeah it, this is we're talking about Vera Farmiga's character, the the mother of Millie Bobby Brown, the wife of I can't remember the actor's name, but he was like the, the, the main character, the guy from the Netflix series. Yeah, yeah. And Band of Brothers. But uh, she is like you find out about a third of the way into the movie that she's evil and working with the bad guys yeah. who air quotes kidnap her and her kid at the beginning of the movie yeah I'm never entirely clear like to what extent the kid knew like did the kid know that the kidnapping was fake like if so like she, at some point the kid like decides this is all not okay but like if she knew the kidnapping was fake then she's gotta know that like all those murders to stage the kidnapping yeah. like those people died for your bullshit yeah um so anyway but like that is a fun like that to me is a fundamental problem with like with the human characters in this movie and kind of with the movie as a whole as a result is that uh Vera Farmiga's character is like your your main character's like ex-wife slash mom like she's a mass murderer like she's the worst person in the world yeah and it's really not given like other than her daughter telling her she's a monster and then her feeling guilty and drinking a little bit yeah um it's not given kind of the seriousness that it deserves and it and it really comes off at first and you spend a lot of time basically kind of feeling that she's a vindictive bitch essentially because the ex-husband ran off to drink basically after their their son was killed also Um, by the way let's talk about the fact that her husband dealt like she dealt with the the loss of her son by becoming a political radical and deciding to tear down the world he he dealt with her son's death by drinking himself into a divorce and becoming a nature photographer yeah becoming a nature scientist but not only not only (laughs) is he depicted as the bad guy in that scenario which I mean they're both shitty parents but like I don't know eco-terrorist is (laughs) worse than alcoholic. And also, like, I'm going to have all of your friends dead. And the, yeah. The future yeah. of your... I mean, your child's future is, yeah. like... I mean, whatever you feel about these characters, whether yeah. it be Thanos or whether it be... Yeah. You know, because that seems to be... This seems to be, like, yeah. the new thing where that's the only... There's only two levels of... First, people that don't care yeah. about environmentalism or people who want to blow up the fucking world because, you know... Yeah. Movies. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah. It's uh, it's like it's really hard to 
wrap your head around. Like, I get what she, because she obviously she has a plan, and then the guy that helps her, the actual genuine eco terrorist, yeah, like the like maniacal, like the professional eco terrorist, Captain yeah. villain, Captain Planet level villain, yeah, sort of thing. Um, who never does he get his comeuppance? I don't really remember. No, because there's sequel bait. Because he's the guy in the post credit scene who buys the oh okay the severed head. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Pacific Rim, yeah, he's uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Ron, uh, yeah, yeah, he's Ron, he's Ron Perlman. Perlman. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of other movies that do this thing, um, did you notice that the MacGuffin in this movie and like the way that they resolve everything is the, they have the Sonic thing, yeah, that plays the 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 mating call thing. Yeah, yeah. It's Rampage. Oh, yeah. It's literally oh, yeah, totally pulled Rampage, yeah, directly yeah. from Rampage, right down to, like, the monster tearing down the speakers oh, in the yeah, climax. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, it didn't occur to me till the scene where the monster was tearing down the speakers, but I'm just like, wait, wait, it's literally <laughs> Rampage. Yeah, it's, it's just instead of Chicago, it's Boston. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, how do you, okay, we spent 40, not 40, 20 minutes of this movie at Fenway Park. There's no green monster <laughs> joke. How is that even possible? Anyone. Yeah. But that's copyrighted. That was just too much. (laughs) There wasn't enough Dunkin' Donuts signs to be knocked down, like, around, so... I mean, I feel like this has to have been a sponsorship deal with the Red Sox, because they have, like... I mean, aside from the fact that it's explicitly Fenway, there's also, like, Red Sox, like, screensavers and shit, and, like... But, yeah, it's just... It's, like... I was just like, wait, it's it's the green monster. It's it's the... No, no, just gonna blow it and up it stuff. is true because i don't even remember them really seeing it and so like they could have done a like a really like godzilla like green monster then yeah, Godzilla yeah. in the background like joke not say anything but yeah no that was a missed opportunity guys yeah um <laughs> well but, i mean either way boston's fucked for the rest oh of yeah the yeah universe <laughs> i mean that's that's another it's funny um i, I feel boston by the way gets its yeah, come up and yeah apparently <laughs> i mean here's the thing too i kind of feel them like apples sorry I, I, I do there's this weird um, okay so like at one point the eco-terrorist is like freeing Ghidorah and says hail to the king or, or long live the king yeah, yeah. and then towards the end of the movie when Ghidorah is about to get killed Vera Farmiga sees Godzilla and says yeah. long live the king Yeah. and like okay whatever the king thing but like Vera Farmiga's long live the king like 15 seconds later uh, Godzilla is like poking his head out of the ground and knocks over uh, like an American Revolutionary War Memorial and yeah. I'm like wait are we saying something about kings and the, yeah, yeah. like I, I don't think that was intentional it was just kind of like wait that's not the okay whatever yeah. um, but I, 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 mean, I will say this feels like the end of the moment that started with 9-11 like we you know there's been this all this conversation over the years about the idea that like you know, 9-11 changed the way we do disaster movies yeah, and yeah, yeah. because we know what these things look like now and blah, 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 blah. And, like, that's been true to an extent. And, obviously, movies like Batman v Superman and Man of Steel have used yeah. 9-11 imagery, but it was always kind of in an artsy kind of way. Uh, this is the first time I've seen, like, a mainstream blockbuster that doesn't have any pretense to being smart. Uh, very much just straight-up copying 9-11 imagery, but then also, like... The, uh, the deference to the military that's been in place for pretty much all of these movies yeah, since yeah. 9-11 yeah. Ha- like evaporates com- like there's a sequence where you have like the the like Air Force pilots uh, who are 
objectively good people. Like, there's, it's not like they're like dirty in some way or anything. Like, but these Air Force pilots who are like trying to lure Ghidorah away from the Mexican village to save people's lives. Yeah, yeah. And like, one of them, like ejects because his plane is overheating and right into the monster's (laughs) into Rodan's mouth. (laughs) I immediately was like, why do you think this is a good... Oh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's one of those things... In no way, shape, and form did it seem like a good idea. I suppose there's no other options, maybe, but... I mean, I guess you could point your plane at the water, but I don't don't know. (laughs) It's one of those things where there wasn't a good option, but I also feel like the, like... In, in recent experience, I feel like the way that happens is that, like, even if it's implied they died, you wouldn't see it, and it wouldn't. It would definitely not be played for laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, the, I mean, I will say that this the the this trilogy, I guess, yeah, so far yeah. now um, has like the military mm-hmm. has been not evil, but just no, we know our way and that's yeah, what we're doing. Yeah. So they're kind of they're not really they're like they're not necessarily the bad guys, but they're the you know the guys that. Um, refuse to understand the smart people, basically. I mean, or the yes and no, though, because so, like in the in the case of those like this particular squadron that we're talking about, like they were operating under orders from Sirizawa. Oh yeah, no, and, totally. Like they were. Yeah, yeah. I, it was just a weird. It's one of those things that I mean, and I'm sure I'm wrong. I'm sure there's been a bunch of movies that have done this that I. Well, just didn't, I mean, I'm just thinking like didn't... in Kong, like yeah. they're all almost half of them are are either objectively bad people mm-hmm. or like comically and stupidly killed mm-hmm. and then in the first in the second Godzilla they're helping cover up and like yeah. you know you have uh, Malcolm in the Middle's dad like running around yeah, and screaming yeah. I will never fucking reference that on the <laughs> show he was in um, but yeah uh, <laughs> well and see I haven't seen Kong so I couldn't speak to that one. Um, yeah. I'm not sure how I managed to not see it but it's um, I did I did talk to the guy who wrote the comic book prequel which is actually the screenwriter um but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, this was, this is a fun, dumb movie. Right. I, I do feel like when I look at these kind of run of fun, dumb movies that we've gotten lately with yeah. things like The Meg and, uh, and Rampage and stuff, this is not one of my favorites. I, 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 I feel like the tonal clash between, like, the traditional like monster mashup of like whoa look at all the cool visuals and the like utterly awful things that were like I don't know I I feel like the realism of of the way that they depict the violence and the things that are happening it's just like there's a there's a tonal dissonance there that I don't get from like from Rampage where it's like no this is all pretty much a cartoon and same thing with the Meg um, and it, like that doesn't make it bad, and I would I think a lot of people would argue it makes it better because it's treating you know it's it's the Man of Steel versus Marvel kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but like for me, for whatever reason, this particular one just felt like it totally didn't work. And part of that, oh sorry. No, I mean, but it, I mean the the principle, the whole premise of the of this film. Yeah. Um, versus even the, the the second one where they're just it's all reacting. Yeah. Like the third one is them trying to control the situation yeah and um while i like the idea um and it's the natural progression yeah like i mean this is i mean it's basically again it was like weird but it's also the batman progression yeah. where it's like oh no then you have luther trying to control yeah. the situation um i mean it's a natural reaction of humans basically yeah. to do it but it's uh like I think it's a little bit unduly cruel, mm-hmm. um, just in the 
in the perception of it. I mean, it's just you know, like things like things like I mean, since we're going obviously it's full spoilers yeah. uh, that we've already passed that point. But like the fact that she draw like she gets the obviously this is a kid, you yeah, know, but yeah. this is the film, like so it's characters. Yeah. But um, she gets the. Um, Orca. The box, yeah. The box. For, because we didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. say what the story is, there's this, uh, the, the scientist Vera Farmiga, who turns out to be evil, has developed an orca, which is basically, it delivers sonar yeah. that impersonates, like, uh, the mating call of, a, of an alpha of these titans, which in this case is, like, Godzilla blended with a human. And the idea is to cow them into submission and, and allow them to be kind of controlled or... Uh, not necessarily subordinated, but like at least anesthetized a little yeah. bit so that they're not so dangerous. Uh, but instead, this eco-terrorist convinces her to use it to set the Titans loose on the planet and kill humanity. Yeah. And her idea is leveling it out, which is kind of the first, the, the second, the first Godzilla film, which yeah. is Godzilla keeps everything a circle, but then right. basically, yeah, things happen. Godzilla gets taken out of commission for a bit and things go awry. And also there's this other character, there's a, there's this other player, um, the other Titan that yeah. isn't really a t- something yeah, well, I mean, um, that they don't really I'm pretty sure drop in too much. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure King, and again, like it's been a million years since I watched the old Godzilla movies, like the old, old ones. I'm pretty sure King Ghidorah has always had ties to aliens. Yeah. And in here, it's just kind of dropped in that like, oh yeah, aliens. Yeah. And I will say that like, <clears throat> they do a lot of world building in this, and I kind of admit, or I, I kind of admire the like uh, the storytelling efficiency of it oh, yeah. because they really do like they do a lot of stuff with just throwaway references. Yeah. But some of the throwaway references feel it, it feels like oh, oh that's actually a thing. Yeah. Like the Josh uh, not Josh Lyman. <laughs> um, uh, Bradley Whitford's character makes a joke about the hollow earth yeah. at one point <laughs> and then like 20 minutes later there's like actually like oh no there really is a colony of Godzilla worshippers yeah. in the center of the earth yeah. and it's like oh I thought that was a joke okay no I mean and I, I actually dig the way they do because they've done it in um, because I because, uh, first Godzilla has been on mm-hmm. something I, I don't know if it's HBO or whatever but it's been on so I've caught pieces of it and I'm like oh Oh, because now that yeah, you see the yeah. trailer and it's making connections, I haven't rewatched Kong, but Kong did a lot. Yeah. Kong did a, basically all that heavy lifting. Yeah, I do the, know that like, from Monarch and everything yeah. else. So I mean, like, the, I mean, the biggest thing is that a like, this is more than good enough for oh, yeah. not only the third film in a world building thing, but I'm like, I'm super happy with Marvel now having to rebuild, you know, to an extent their yeah. universe um, and DC. With a, knows what's going on. Basically, DC is in a rebuilding stage where they're, like, focusing on solo movies for a while. And so that, like, there's just going to be, like, other stuff, which would be nice. Um, It's like, I've had a lot of conversations, which I think we all have, about, well, when is the comic book burnout going to happen? You know, and it's like, well, give me, you know, what, 15, 20 years later, it's been happening. But, um, but it's, it's nice that, like, like I'm happy to have one of these films yeah. every two years or yeah, no, and that's, three years or whatever. It's the same so. thing with Star Wars, honestly. Yeah. It's that thing of like, you know, there there's a baseline of decent that they're going to be. Even the worst ones are watchable. And so it's just kind of like, no, you know, it, it's not it's not Shakespeare, but it's like dumb fun that comes out on a regular schedule and distracts me from 
like the fact that there's a Joker movie in six months. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I'd say more. The more I talk about it, the more I actually liked it than I did. Yeah. That I originally even thought like when. Yeah. Walking like everything wraps up really nice, and I mean, one of the things too I like is that it's kind of with the way that they've ended all three of these. Um, they could just end. Yeah. And it's like, if they never make another one again, the studio collapses, yeah. you know, whatever happens. Like, and I like that. I really like that about these, these things. Yeah. Like, I, it... That's kind of, it's funny because in the comics, that's how, like, that's how comic books yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. Like, most comic book stories end and it's like, you can stop here if you want or we're teeing up the next thing. Yeah. And that's what these movies are doing. That's what Marvel did at the beginning and then it became much more continuity porn. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that's part of the reason I'm looking forward to Marvel going into like a rebuilding period is because yeah, I feel yeah. like by necessity they're going to do more standalone stories yeah, that are going to feel complete. Um, yeah, I uh, it's it's the one thing that makes me really sad about the the atrociousness of the Mummy is that like I was super excited. For, oh, I know, I really was. Um, I wasn't hopeful, um, no. but I was excited. <laughs> like was that that and they did so much heavy built heavy lifting in that one to build a world and it was all it was I don't know if it was all horrible, but it was all like like every all the moving parts were there yeah, I feel like yeah. but it like every actor was I would say appropriate, sure why not? Yeah. Um I, except for Tom Cruise, um, which I know that's part of the problem. But uh, and not even Tom Cruise. Just wh- anyway, why is he the mummy? But or something. Yeah. I don't know what you know. But um, but I I kind of like these extra things because yeah. not only not only does it give us a little bit more to other things to mm-hmm. talk about other than the next comic book. You know, like <laughs> which the next um, comic book movie comes out in thirty six hours. By the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, which one is that? Dark Phoenix. Oh, oh, yeah. I couldn't be less excited for that one. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to not be entirely cynical about it. But... I, I just, I, I just don't. Everything I've seen from it, I just don't like. That's the I thing. I like everybody, is... and I'm like, I don't like it when they just turn them into evil fucking sons of bitches. And it's like, I know the character. I know that I have a vague idea of the storyline mm-hmm. if it's following the comics to any level. Um, but I'm I just assume like, it I is like because from one. the trailer, it looks like. Uh, <laughs> Um, what's her name? The girl from the woman from it, Jessica Chastain, is gonna be the Phoenix Force. Yeah. Like the only time you ever see her talking with anybody is with Jean, and I assume we're gonna find out that she's actually like yeah. the evil part of Jean's mind. Yeah. Anyway, um, we'll talk about that later probably. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is a fun movie. I would say go see it in the theater because it oh, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. is like fucking massive in scope. Yeah. Um, I actually. It is one that I like. We we. Like, uh, we ended up going to movie tavern. They don't yeah. have an IMAX, but like, yeah. I, it's one that I I would even say like, it's almost. It's I've heard from a bunch of people that oh, IMAX yeah. is worth the, oh, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. upgrade. Three uh, D is not worth the upgrade. Oh, I yeah. actually uh, by accident I, I saw it with my brother before I went and saw it with Zach, and and I the, the first time I saw it was in three D just because that was the only screening left at eleven at night. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was it was like it's clearly a movie that was not shot in three D, but that was up converted yeah. and like. There are certain... It's funny because there. I was talking with my brother about there are certain shots in the movie that were incredibly distracting because they felt like certain camera angles were chosen just for a 3D gimmick. Yeah. Um, and I didn't notice... And, like, they took me out of it in the 3D. Like, they really took me... Like, there was, there was a shot where, like, two characters are talking and you're seeing 
your main character through like the broken cockpit of a jet kind of like yeah, yeah. like it's literally it feels like an old horror movie gimmick of just like yeah, why yeah. are we shooting this way yeah yeah um and it I did I literally didn't notice that shot in the 2D yeah, version I, I can't think of it like yeah. I I it it baffles me that like it bothered me that much in 3D yeah. and I did not see it at all in this one yeah. so like I, I, I mean, unless you're one of those people who really, really enjoys the 3D experience, I would say pass on this one. It yeah. didn't, like, it didn't do anything for me because all of the 3D were just like objects. Like even the the jet fighters and the missiles and the energy blasts and stuff didn't feel like they were part of the 3D experience. Yeah. Uh, it was really just kind of like the wreckage and the. And oh, that's one more thing I do want to talk about before we like just. How many times uh, the girl from Stranger Things was should have been killed by large falling rocks? And well, well, and that's uh, but <laughs> it, across the board, um, it's funny because for a movie that has a lot of pseudoscience in it, yeah. who, that has a lot of like, um, there were two things that happened way way more often than they should have. Yeah. One, there there were at least like at least a half dozen times where Ghidorah is about to kill somebody and Godzilla like jump scares him in from out of the frame and I'm like you get real like you get diminishing returns on it by the time the very last one happens when Godzilla comes to save Vera Farmiga for so she can die three seconds later um which by the way is fine like her character dying is fine because like there's no like redemption yeah there's no first of all there is no real redemption for what she did but secondly like they try to sell us on like a redemption because she's nice to her ex-husband for a few minutes and then like when she chooses to sacrifice herself, I was just like, oh, that's fine. Because, like, the only other thing that could possibly happen is that you, like, go to the Hague and are hanged. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like, by the time that last one comes up and it's like, oh, look, Godzilla's going to come rescue her. It's just, like, it's literally the most predictable thing that could happen. Yeah. But then the other thing is, like, y- you mentioned the example of... Millie Bobby Brown's character and the the wreckage that like collapses around her all the time and <laughs> she literally was like knocked in the head in one scene by a boulder that was twice the size of her yeah and she just kind of fell down and then got back up yeah. again and it was like no she's dead <laughs> but that's like that's the thing. For, there's there's a lot of like this movie doesn't understand yeah. environmental yeah. like things like and, and I guess part of that is that working with a green screen oh, yeah, yeah. you don't like you don't see how kind of wrong some of these things look until yeah. it's too late to fix it yeah. but like when the nuclear powered titan blasts you with nuclear powered whatever and it lands a foot in front of you and blows you 30 feet back yeah, into yeah. a tanker truck it's yeah. like no you're probably dead or at yeah, the yeah, very yeah. least it's more than waking up a half an hour later yeah. with no <laughs> which by the way he shouldn't be asleep yeah. he has a concussion no, uh, but no, but there's, I mean, what, I mean, yeah, no, I mean. The, I mean, the other, just before yeah, oh, we get, yeah, yeah, the, like, the yeah. other big example, because, like, it's one of those, like, it's not a big deal. It, it would have no yeah, story yeah. impact, but it just, to me, it kept bugging me, yeah. is when they're in the water. Water like, displacement. Oh, my Water displacement God. is, <laughs> it's like, it's like they're, they're in a submarine at one yeah. point, and Godzilla surfaces, like, 20 feet from yeah, the tops. Yeah. And it's like, no, this is like a fucking building coming yeah. out of the water yeah. right next to you. Yeah. Like you would be thrown a quarter mile away. Yeah. And it, they, it's like they're just there holding out their hand to make and sure. And they're not even like really them. like, yeah. Yeah. It's like every time it happens because it happens a lot. And like yeah. the wind, like there's like several, there's several. At the end of that scene, he like have, jumps back in and yeah. his tail slaps the yeah. water. And a, that <laughs> one, they do get splashed, but yeah, it doesn't but like. Yeah. But it's but there's like there's like moments when like so I mean like one thing I 
the only they, they did it once mm-hmm. and then they never did it again is the like molten lava uh, pterodactyl thing yeah Rodan um, Rodan sorry is that Rodan? Yeah. yeah it was Rodan okay um, was like he flew which by the way tr- what a what a fucking troll for them to do so they lead him away from the volcano mm-hmm. but as opposed to leading him away not over the town they lead him over directly over the town so he vaporizes the fucking town oh I know which which is like they 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 killed him they killed that fucking town yeah where there were tens of thousands of people in this random small town in Mexico um like way too many people for this town um but and then and then like that was the one time that they actually did something like okay so actual thing but every single time this this thing that is the size, twice the size of a massive mountain volcano. Yeah. Sw- moves its wings in downtown Boston. Yeah. Everyone's just like, oh, like yeah. that's a breeze, and it's yeah. like, I, I get it, but yeah, like, yeah. you know, within. Yeah, when <laughs> when you're talking about a thing where literally fighter jets are like bumping into the wing yeah. and the fighter jet explodes and bounces away. Yeah. Like it like, did. Like they did do that one. There was the one cool moment where. Um, uh, it it uh, um, like twirled downwards twirled and then down back up and basically and... just knocked out all of the yeah, all of yeah. the airplanes around it. Like that was cool, but like all the other stuff, and it just because it's like it just it's a little like it would be a interesting thing to add to the film to the film yeah. to have them react in real ways. Yeah, and that's that's exactly that's exactly it. And like, it, it doesn't it yeah. doesn't matter exactly, but because the fact that like you're you're in a movie yeah. where you're watching like 9/11 style city disaster and it's all very realistic and yeah. very like it's like the the weird little things like wait water doesn't work that way yeah, yeah. you know wait gravity doesn't work like it they are off-putting because like again it's this clash between like are we a goofy monster movie that has its own physics or are we a movie that's yeah. super realistic when it comes to that stuff yeah. um yeah. and and the only the only other kind of criticism i'll level at it because this is a thing i keep forgetting and then the humor is really weird like there's a lot of gallows humor which is entirely appropriate for a movie where the the stakes are this high and your main character's wife is the bad guy essentially but like it's so often delivered in an incredibly incredibly deadpan way it just like it it almost feels like it's not a joke and it takes a second to catch it and I'm just like certain stuff like it works when it's coming from Bradley Whitford's character because yeah, that's yeah. his like whole personality. But other times, like there are comments in the movie where you're, it take me, it would take me a second to be like, oh, that was a joke. Oh, <laughs> and like we're just on to the next thing, yeah. and it's just like I, I don't know, like I don't know if that was a director's choice, if that was an actor's choice. I mean, it, it was yeah. like three different actors, so I feel like it had to be just the director being like, I mean, it, we it, don't want to go too arch in this movie that's it, very serious. It but was a, it was a film that had three people write the story and three people write the script yeah. I think it was so I mean like that's the sort of shit you see a lot happen yeah. where it's just like somebody is brought in once again to punch up some th- scenes or yeah. something like that which this film did have a lot of feeling of that like that stuff was punched up later yeah on definitely like, that. like it does but, and again like it's it's an entirely enjoyable movie oh yeah it's one of those things where like we're in kind of a renaissance for these big dumb blockbusters and so i feel like i can be a little bit more critical of this because i'm like oh no like there's a there's more fun like rampage was more fun but not as good and then like you know 
Batman v Superman was cinematically better, but not as fun. Yeah, and like yeah. you know, there. So like, it's definitely like there's a size and a, and a level for everybody. Yeah. But I do also feel like there's room to have a serious conversation about these movies that maybe we wouldn't have before because like, yeah. it's it's not like, it's not. It's not like, you know, this one underperformed at opening weekend. Yep. It made 60 million bucks domestically. I don't know what it made worldwide. Um, it's it, it would be interesting, especially because it's Warner Brothers and they've just, like, backed off of the big investments in DC and stuff. Mm-hmm. It would be really interesting to see what would happen with this franchise if it would continue, if we didn't already know that Godzilla vs. Kong is the next movie. Yeah. And therefore, like, it's the most guaranteed moneymaker they've got. And I'm just like I'm very fascinated how they're gonna make any of that work. I think if it's an actual versus film mm-hmm. versus something else, because Kong is like this fucking big. Yeah. And Godzilla, like, they've actually like I've seen a chart of like how big they've made Godzilla mm-hmm. now, and I, like Godzilla is ridiculous. Yeah. Godzilla is almost as big as he's ever been, other than I guess that anime animated uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Netflix one, or at least that we, I yeah, see yeah. it on Netflix. I don't know if it's I don't think it's a Netflix th- exclusive. I, I think it is in North America. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. But, yeah. But, so, I mean, like, <laughs> it's going to be one of those, like, when we were joking yeah. about Rampage again, um, you know, about how, how the fuck did this ape, which is, yeah, like, yeah. 15 feet tall or something, take on a fucking lizard the size of, yeah. you know, uh, three city blocks, and you're like, okay. okay. Yeah. But, on the other hand, you know, this this had some, um, you know, out not even counting the the human element, but it had yeah. some you know interesting twists and stuff like yeah. that when it comes to the monster uh, the, yeah. the Titans that they that they you know kept throwing in. Yeah, and that's and and part so. of it is that they like they in the the newspaper headlines that ran over the credits they kind yeah. of spell out that like apparently Godzilla and Kong had an ancient rivalry. Yeah, and so like it wouldn't surprise me if like you go to Skull Island and like there's an army of things on Kong's side for reasons. Um, I also kind of assume that somehow they're going to use, like, the the British guy is going to use the Ghidorah head Uh, to, like, make, uh, like, to make them fight. Like, it'll, it it won't be a, our two nice monsters hate each other for some random reason. It'll be more like, the Ghidorah DNA, yeah. and maybe that's it. Maybe he'll put Ghidorah DNA in Kong to make the, him. The one, yeah. the one thing I'm interested in is that they threw off so many characters from the sec, from the from the oh yeah from the last one. <laughs> um, what's his name? Uh, the the military guy. Um, Sirizawa, you mean? No, the, no, the no. The, the guy from Godzilla, the the first one, the first Godzilla. I can't remember. Uh, what the fuck's his name? Oh my god! You know the the white actor is, was married to in the film with. Uh, one of the Olsons. Yeah, I can't remember the. Um, I can't remember. I, I know who you're talking about. And I yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just like, it's surprising to me that they, like, I know that that actor was getting a lot of like, yeah. we're gonna try to make him work, and then he didn't. kind of didn't yeah. it, it, to the level that they needed him to work. Yeah. You know? But um, oh, oh, it was uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson oh, because yeah, yeah. he was married to Elizabeth Olsen oh. in that movie. Yeah, yeah. And he was playing Elizabeth, or he was playing Elizabeth Olsen's brother. In Age of Ultron, yeah, which is kind of funny because in yeah. the comics there's a kind of quasi creepy, yeah. oh, okay. borderline yeah, 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 incestuous yeah. relationship yeah. between those characters. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, but yeah, uh, but yeah, um, you're you're definitely right. There was like there, there's a lot of people who got kind of dispatched. I mean, it, it part of it could be that like Elizabeth Olsen wasn't available because she was shooting back to back Avengers movies, and so yeah. what are you gonna do? I mean, also um, he's just he was he was a. Uh, yeah, a character to just get you through the 
the film, not necessarily. Yeah, I mean, that's like uh, we, a scientist or something yeah. like that that really matters. I mean, so. I, I'm wondering. I, I assume that we'll probably say goodbye to this family that we followed through this movie because, like, I don't know. I don't necessarily feel like there's much more to be done with them. Like, I, I feel like at this point you want them to just like go home and relax. You don't want. I mean, see... she does. The the child though does have um, knowledge of the mm-hmm. orca. That's like, true. Like she's basically. Like that, they pressured quite a bit. That yeah, they, she knows she's ready to do all this stuff, and she's been prepped to some level. Like yeah. some, uh, like she was basically being raised like a Terminator. Yeah, uh, she like was. A, well, she's being like Linda Hamilton, brainwashed into yeah. the cult too. Where it was yeah. like, you, you know, there there is at, at some point like there like I, I I don't know how much we're supposed to, to read into this, but like we we do know that she was okay on some level with her mom releasing giant monsters yeah. to attack cities yeah like she gets upset because like it's being done in an uncontrolled way yeah. that's gonna result in mass I death mean, uh, but like she, by the end of the film though I think she's I, I would guess that she's pretty done with the idea oh of, like, yeah <laughs> considering yeah. like the last back half of the film is basically her screaming in terror at things yeah. and dealing with it well but yeah. like yeah so all right uh, any final thoughts uh, no, um, other than, yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen it, uh, yeah, as, I, like I said, this I definitely, in, like, like, dear God, just go see it. See it. And then, like I said, see it in the theaters because yeah. I do think it's the kind of movie, like, I don't think it will, it will look nearly as good on a home know. screen because I think that there's just too much visually going oh, on. The, well, the, I mean, the sound and stuff like yeah. that is like with any Godzilla film. Yeah. I mean, any that I will, important. this one, I will say that the sound was, was really key because like. Yeah. They did a really good job with like the rumbling and the yeah, roaring. Yeah, like yeah. The, there's a bunch of times when our, our seats were like vibrating just from proximity to the speakers, and yeah, yeah, like that's yeah. always you know. Yeah. All right, uh, thanks everybody. You'll be back here by noon on the fifth day for more from Emerald City Video, probably earlier than that because there's Dark Phoenix. Yep. And uh, <laughs> please always remember to rewind your Godzilla 1985 and X Men 3: The Last Stand cassettes. A B E N.